following program is pre-recorded. Welcome to Hope in the Night, late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help and on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. Well, June, today in the United States has been Veterans Day and uh, it has been uh, mm. one with uh, a, a lot of uh, ceremonies and uh, just a great uh, time to honor those who have served in our U.S. military. And uh, Ronald Reagan uh, pulled this quotation. Of course, you know I have a Marine in my house, and uh, mm-hmm. so I'm, and I'm proud of that. And Ronald Reagan had said uh, at some point uh, during his presidency, some people spend an entire lifetime wondering if they made a difference in this world. The Marines don't have that problem. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. <laughs> with that in mind, what are your thoughts on this Veterans Day? Well, first of all, we have several team members who have sons who are Marines, so yes. we've got to be sure to share that particular quote. I'm, I'm going to assign that to you. <laughs> um, well, I, I've learned that uh, it was in November of 1919 that President Woodrow Wilson proclaimed November 11th as the first commemoration of, it was called Armistice Day. Um, in 1954, Congress passed a bill that President Eisenhower signed proclaiming November 11th as what we call today Veterans Day. Um, Veterans Day. Those who have been in the war in the past, those who are in the war or in in military service. Um, It is right to honor those who would be so often considered ordinary people who have done something extraordinary with their lives. And it's so that we can all enjoy the freedom that if we're talking about the United States of America, it's uh, freedom that we treasure. Now, there are some people today who are concerned that some of our freedoms are being eroded, and I understand that. I would agree to an extent, but I will just say this is in no way to belittle or to undermine the sacrifices those who have served in the military or those who are serving in the military. Those, that service is huge. And um, I, I know that there are some very strong statements that have been made. Uh, some are I'm going to use the term thought-provoking. Winston Churchill, by the way, who was not American, who was uh, a prime minister of of, uh, England, and he was many other things too, he said, never was so much owed by so many to a few. Never was so much owed by so many to a few. But he's talking about, because he was uh, one of the key leaders 
during World War II. And I respect Winston Churchill to the hilt, meaning I have highest mm. uh, respect for him. And while there are statements that have been made, let, let me give one that is, we don't even know who said it. In other words, it's it's um, a, a quote by an unknown person. We don't know them all. That's those who obviously um, have given their lives. We don't know them all, but we owe them all. All of those who were in the military, all those who served for the cause of freedom, uh, freedom of worship. You have to realize in the United States of America, there is a First Amendment of our Constitution. And we look at that often, we, meaning there are many people, who look at the, the instruction that was carved out for those who really wanted to uh, make a difference in their countries, uh, in, in, in our country. And, and I'm talking about to live by, like I consider myself a constitutional conservative, if, I, if I'm asked. Um, well, the reason it's important is because there are people who die for the right to serve our country, to literally fight for freedom, because at times our freedoms can be taken away from us. They, they can be, and we need to protect those freedoms. Um, I think it's helpful to focus on what some have said. There's a, there's a song that often you will hear at this time when there's voting or uh, certain um, uh, patriotic gatherings. God bless the USA is what it's called. The refrain that's repeated multiple times is, I'm proud to be an American where I know, at least I know I'm free, and I won't forget the men who died who gave that right to me. If you're looking for a place to find encouragement and guidance, check out junehunt.org. That's where you can find June's practical, biblical resources, including June's books and Bible studies on a variety of topics like anger, depression, forgiveness, addictions, relationships, and more. June's resources offer biblical hope and practical help for all of life's challenges. They are great for personal study and growth and equipping you to help others. At junehunt.org, you can also find June's music, her translated books in Spanish, and keep up with all the latest news and interviews with June. And if you've missed an airing of Hope in the Night, you can access the broadcast archives from this site and search for specific topics. At junehunt.org, there's also a place to donate and support us financially to help more people find practical guidance from God's Word through our radio broadcasts, biblical resources, and more. We're grateful for your prayers and support, and we hope you'll check out the resources for you at junehunt.org. 
Would you like to talk to June Hunt about a situation in your life? Consider having that conversation on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night and let June help you discover practical help that's grounded in God's truth. Your story will be heard on all of our radio affiliates. And of course, we protect your privacy by providing you with a different name. And as it happens often in our program, when you share your story, you might help someone else find biblical hope and practical help for their life. It's ministry multiplied. For an opportunity to talk with June Hunt on Hope in the Night about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or some other concern in your life, call 800-917. That's 800-644-4817. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call tonight. 800-917. 800-644-4817. Welcome back to Hope in the Night. I'm Jeff Oliver. We want to help you, and we want to help you help others. Uh, If you have any questions or concerns about tonight's topics, you can call our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'd be happy to help you access the right resources. As I said a moment ago, we want to help you help others. And there's a resource that we have that's been helped. uh, It's been help for so many in our military. And I understand that that chaplains, is that right, June, carry the uh, Counseling Through Your Bible Handbook. Uh, Some of them do. Uh, yes, as, they, as they uh, counsel with, with uh, members of our military. It's the Counseling Through Your Bible Handbook. It has, uh, I think, 50 of our topics, and there are keys for living topics, but they're in one book and uh, easy to access there and help others with that resource. So ask for that one, if you would, from customer support. It's 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. If you'd like to email them, you may do so at customer support at hopefortheheart.org. And uh, ask again for that resource, Counseling Through Your Bible Handbook. They can uh, get that ordered for you and get that into your hands. Let's uh, get to our caller for tonight. We have listening on KCBI in Texas. We welcome Eddie. Well, hello, Eddie. Welcome to Hope. It's been a long time. (laughs) It's 2006 since I I saw you at a a recording that you invited Crystal students to, a video recording. Uh, Ah. Okay. Well, I'm delighted you uh, we we've connected again. So, how can we help you, Eddie? Oh, there's uh, a lot of lot of stuff. I want to try to li- limit to listening to you more and talking less. I just want to say that I I served from '88 to '90 in the United States Army. I was discharged bipolar disorder diagnosis, which I disagree with to this day. I believe I have PTSD that dates back to my infancy. My mother said that my father was abusing me when I was an infant. I only knew from age 5 to 11. Um, but um, I've been abused all my life by different people. and I've, I've also been a little abusive myself uh, verbally. I've never been abusive physically, um, except for in 2012 I had a rough time. Uh, I had an incident with a young man with a road rage, and, and I, I ended up paying him $200 because I, I broke his nose by accident. Hmm. 
You said that was already. that was road rage that you experienced. Yes, Is that right? That's uh, at the hands yes. of someone else. Yes. You're saying. Yes, ma'am. He passed me on a blind curve, and I passed him back, and we stopped each other next to each other. He had his window down. I got out. I said, today's the day. It's not your day. And I just stuck my, my hand in his. I did a two-inch punch, which I've never done in my life before. And I ended up breaking his nose. And he, he was all bloody. I never even learned that in my military training. Um, but I, I said, let's just follow me to the bank. Arlington police got involved. The EMT for the fire truck, they checked him out and said he's got a broken nose. Arlington police said he was he was above 18, so I would have gone to jail if he was below 18. But they kept asking if he wanted to press charges. He said, no, no, no. So I told him I was going to give him $100. Well, I said, follow me to my bank. They followed, the, the police officer didn't, didn't, didn't pursue me further. He pursued him further because I pulled all four tires up on the curb on the grass where we were at on Arkansas Lane. And, uh, but anyway, the police officer kept asking if he wanted to press charter. He said, no. So when I got to my bank, I didn't get a hundred dollars out. I got 200 out. I said, young man, I am so very sorry this happened. And, uh, I said, he's, I said, if you ever see a guy with a beard like mine and, and rage like that coming to you, roll up your window. He said, I don't have air conditioning. I said, well, buy some now. Mm-hmm. Not, not, so, not very nice. What, okay, tell me, uh, what what did you want us to talk about this evening? I, I wanted to talk about anger issues that I have that I still have there. Not not so much as as much a problem as they were two or three years ago, but um, I have a, a, a feeling that God's calling me to, to go to... Uh, Pakistan for three weeks after my 54th birthday in 2019. After my 50th birthday, I had a party in our clubhouse and our homeowner association that was been, that's been closed the last three years because of COVID and because of this uh, president who decided to close it down. And everyone is really upset that we're paying all our homeowner fees and we're not getting anything out of it. But uh, after my 2019 party, I turned 50. I went to the Philippines for the fifth time, and uh, I've I've done missions missions work those five times I was in the Philippines. My name is Gonzalez, but I'm part Filipino. So well, yeah. So when you when you think of anger, um, go back to the earliest time that you can remember being angry. I'm assuming it's sometime um, before you were an adult. So describe your earliest remembrance of you having anger. Uh, probably when I was five or six, when I was being beat up by the, the neighborhood kids, who apparently my father was having relations with his father, his mother. Mm. Wow. Okay, so being beaten up by were these um, were these neighbor, the neighbor neighbors boy. neighbor boys? Yeah, so just one boy. Uh huh. And was there anyone around to protect you? No, there was not. 
especially not my father. Hmm. But okay. I, want to, I want to interject and say I have a great relationship with my father today. I call him almost daily and make sure I pray, pray him through his day. Good. Good. I'm glad to hear that, that you have a good relationship with him today. But you said he got involved with another woman. Is that right? On, on several occasions in my, in my youth. Mm -hmm. How did that make you feel? Angry. Um, and, uh, what, what do you call it? The word... Um, uh, I can't even think of the word right now. Um, it's, it's not coming to my, to my, my mind. Uh, betrayed, that's the word, betrayed. Wow, yes. So, it's very hard when a parent is doing what is literally against our moral laws. Uh, it's against the spiritual law of God uh, to be involved with other, you know, just multiple women. Um, it, it hurts. It's very difficult for children. I grew up with that, so I know about that. And um, the impact, it, it's not just doing something that God says is wrong. It, it has huge impact on typically the whole family if they know about it. Many times they don't know for a while, and then there are secrets that are kept. Some are not yeah. kept. There's a secret that, I, that was kept for me until I was maybe out of high school that my father was not just abusive to me physically, but abusive to my elder sister sexually. And so, my mother never reported to the police. Do you think she knew about those incidences? Yes, she knew about it. Okay. So why do you think she didn't report a tragedy? She was afraid, she was, she was afraid of him. Mm -hmm. What he might do. Mm-hmm. That he is has, classic. He He's like myself. Um, he he went through taekwondo, and he was he was uh, hospitalized. And uh, apparently, when they came after him with the needles, like they came after me recently, uh, he broke arms and legs. From what I heard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry that that was your childhood. Unfortunately, it is also the common experience for many boys. And the sad thing is this. There's an expression, Eddie, that is literally, uh, uh, that's quite poignant. With children, more is caught than taught. Caught, yes. Now, meaning kids yes they are impacted by 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 things that are taught to them but they're more impacted by what they catch meaning being exposed mm -hmm. watching the uh, 
inappropriate behavior of parents. That is right. um, such an indicator of what can be the future of an adult when this person is watching their own parent um, do that which is is wrong, clearly wrong. So with children more is caught than taught. Just saying that to you because what you had was um, behavior, acting out things that were not right in God's sight. Do you agree with that? Yes, ma'am, absolutely. We're little sponges when we're growing up. That's so true, so true. Well, I'm proud of you for knowing it. Uh, I understand that um, you're you're saying that. Uh, how long ago was this when you described the situation of the road rage? This man um, who was angry with you no. and uh, 2012. You, 2000. Okay, 2012. Thank you. Um, That's also so, uh, an incident I had where the uh, police came to my house someone who called on a false domestic call and they tased me three times and took me to jail Easter weekend and as the sun came up Jesus came out of the tomb I got out of jail hmm hmm what a picture that was a very hard year for me mm-hmm okay so you're what is what is painful right now in regard to your life so that it is impacting your life when we come back I'm not qualified well we're going to come back I'm not qualified to be a pastor okay I want you to come back we are going to talk about that which is upsetting to you um that which is a concern for you because you've had a lot of tragedy in your life. But one thing that I know is when we've had a lot of pain, when we've grown up with a lot of pain, that can end up being pain with a purpose. Pain with a purpose and the reason it can be purposeful is it gives you compassion for others that's one thing for sure do you have a heart for people who are hurting and broken you want to throw them a lifeline but sometimes you just don't know how lifeline to hope is a brand new one-of-its-kind caregiver training designed just for you Using video-based instruction from leading experts, plus relevant case studies and interactive exercises, you can discover how to effectively provide support, encouragement, and spiritual care. The ultimate goal is to connect lives in crisis with a new or renewed life in Christ. This 10-week Lifeline to Hope program can train and deploy a small, effective group of caregivers in your church and community person in your church that brings together caregivers to become better equipped to meet the hurting. Discover more at lifelinetohope.org. lifelinetohope.org.
If you're looking for a place to find encouragement and guidance, check out junehunt.org. That's where you can find June's practical, biblical resources, including June's books and Bible studies on a variety of topics like anger, depression, forgiveness, addictions, relationships, and more. June's resources offer biblical hope and practical help for all of life's challenges. They are great for personal study and growth and equipping you to help others. At junehunt.org, you can also find June's music, her translated books in Spanish, and keep up with all the latest news and interviews with June. And if you've missed an airing of Hope in the Night, you can access the broadcast archives from this site and search for specific topics. At junehunt.org, there's also a place to donate and support us financially to help more people find practical guidance from God's Word through our radio broadcasts, biblical resources, and more. We're grateful for your prayers and support, and we hope you'll check out the resources for you at junehunt.org. Welcome back. I'm Jeff Oliver. You are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. We're a ministry of hope for the heart, and we'd like to thank you for your prayers and support of this ministry. It means so much to us. If you have any questions about tonight's topic or any number of topics, we have over 100 keys for living that will help you address a situation that you might be going through. Just talk to our customer support team, and they'd be happy to recommend the right resources for you. Their number is 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And I want to recommend to you the keys for living called Anger, Facing the Fire within. And again, customer support is available at 800-488-4673. That's 800-488-HOPE. Let's return to our conversation now with Eddie. Well, Eddie, you mentioned something that um, at the beginning of our conversation, um, apart from the man who had road rage and uh, how you ended up break, breaking the nose uh, of, of a man, um, a man's nose, uh, and th- then you moved right to, that. you said that was 2012, and then you moved into just anger, the, the t- talking about anger. And I want to say this, of all the topics for years and years that we have, we have over a hundred topics of all the topics, number one, you're right, exactly, number one. And I was surprised because I wasn't speaking on anger most of the time. But I can tell you one, one thing that I thought was very curious. I would be told this by, uh, we had a, a call center, and whenever I would do a program on anger, they said that the people who would call, many of them, I don't know what percentage, but it was an unusual percentage, would um, literally be angry when they're calling. I said, they'd be angry when they're calling. And I laughed. I thought that was funny. And yet they, all of the call center individuals said, it's true. It's true. When you speak on anger, people call and out. now... They're, you know, so even the mention of it. But what I want to do is this. Um, by the way, would you be willing to give me your age? Uh, 
53, ma'am. Okay, 53. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to know. Now. I'm a 2009 Chris Lowe graduate. Ah, uh -huh. okay, good, good. Uh, well, I wanted to mention one thing that I thought many, many, many people do not know. And that has to do with the causes of anger. What I'm saying to you is many people talk about anger and they, they sometimes don't like what they've done. They're, uh, they, they feel that they've crossed a line. They're upset, of course, with other people. All, all kinds of upsetness revolving around anger. But what I'm wanting you to hear is this. Anger is not the real problem. No, anger is a, it's a symptom. A symptom mm -hmm. of one of four causes. And this is the thing that many do not know. And if you know this, you're going to be able to help other people because a lot of people literally have never heard this before. There Can I four... hear something from, from my teen, teen years? All right. G.I. Joe, the, the cartoon. They say no one's okay. half the battle. G.I. Joe, biggest American hero. G.I. Joe is there. Knowing is half the battle. Doing is a full battle. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Well, um, when you understand the four causes of anger, that makes a huge difference. What I'm saying mm. is there, anger is like a symptom. Anger yes. is a reaction to one of four causes. Hurt, injustice, fear, and frustration. The four causes are hurt, injustice, fear, and frustration. And I say that because it really helps us identify, you know, do we want to literally display anger out of control? Well, most people don't want to have anger out of control because they don't like no. it when other people are out of control for them, right. toward them. Right. But this is, this is the situation. Um, if you think about anger, uh, I want you to think about the red light on the dashboard of your car. If you're driving in a car, a truck, whatever the vehicle, you think, well, what if all of a sudden here's this red light that's not supposed to be blaring red. It's just there would be a light that all of a sudden comes on. And it's to indicate there is something wrong. There's something wrong. Do you know what? Well, I want you to think about this. If you're driving in the car and that light comes on, it's a warning light. It's an indicator light, an indicator light that something's wrong. 
For example, right. if I were, I remember driving and I saw that light come on, I think, wait a minute, why, why is that light on? Because normally it's not on. And I looked under the hood. Now, a lot of people, they look under a hood, but they don't know what the first thing about what they're looking for. <laughs> However, right. I, I am very logical. Uh, I, uh, I will say it this way sometimes. Uh, I, I have a math mind. There is a formula, and as long as you know the formula, then you can come up with a solution. Well, I'm very solution-oriented, and so I remember opening up the hood, um, and I looked at my radiator, at the area where the radiator is, and I, what I wanted to do was check, do you know what I was checking for? Uh, well, I was looking for to see to see if there was water, to see if yeah, there okay. it, and I, I was really? so low, so low on water, it, that that was what was causing the red light, because if right. it had totally run out of water, water is a coolant, water cools yeah. the, the the car down. But if you don't have that water as a coolant, you're, you can overheat, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, so, you need engine coolant today. What, what's important, though, is when we have anger, as I said, anger is a warning light. It's like the warning light in the car. Now, it could be instead you take a dipstick, and I have an idea you've done this many times. You take a dipstick, and what you're trying to do is measure how much oil you have. Because if you're out of oil, then your engine can overheat. You can um, be in trouble. So the point... It, it it can your your car can literally catch on fire. My mom's did yeah. that years ago. I never will forget it. And wow. it, it was um, in and she had no idea. Uh, apparently, maintenance had not been done on the car. But I remember uh, I drove. I was I heard about something happening, and so I drove to Baylor Hospital in a parking area, um, her car literally caught on fire. I'd never seen anything like it before. My point is, though, when I said anger is a like a warning light saying something's wrong, something's wrong, something's wrong. And in this case, for my mom, though something wrong was she did not have oil that should have been a part of that regular maintenance of the car. Uh, I don't know why the regular maintenance didn't catch it, but the bottom line is um, uh, her, this, this ruined her car. But 
what we need to, to be able to do is to, I'm going to use this as an, uh, just an illustration, to lift the hood and see, okay, is the problem no water in the radiator, uh, no oil for the engine, uh, where you, but, but what we, the good news is this, if you catch it in time, you can literally take a hose and put it in the radiator at the top and fill that, that radiator up and go on and be effective doing whatever you're doing. Those who don't know to pay attention, this is the key, to pay attention to the warning sign, to pay attention to that warning light, they can ruin a, a functioning car because they're not being wise. So if we're going to be wise in life, we need to be able to ascertain, to discover what is causing my, my anger. And so you get the analogy. So it's valuable. In fact, the Bible even says, be angry but do not sin. Oh, interesting. Be angry but do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. Isn't on your that wrath. interesting? Yeah. On, uh-huh. And so what we know is if we don't deal with it can be unresolved anger, we can be reactionary and break another man's nose. <laughs> Do you get my point? Yeah. Okay, so if the Bible says, be angry but do not sin, let, let's come back and review these four areas, the four causes, because that will make a big difference. And uh, by the way, I'm, I'm, I'm very appreciative. I'm, I'm very grateful you're willing to talk about things from your past. And what do you do about this? Well, we'll talk about what some of your options are because I sense that you want your life to count and I appreciate the fact that you um, experienced many things that were unjust but we'll look at the purpose if you're looking for a place to find encouragement and guidance check out junehunt.org That's where you can find June's practical, biblical resources, including June's books and Bible studies on a variety of topics like anger, depression, forgiveness, addictions, relationships, and more. June's resources offer biblical hope and practical help for all of life's challenges. They are great for personal study and growth and equipping you to help others. At junehunt.org, you can also find June's music, her translated books in Spanish, and keep up with all the latest news and interviews with June. And if you've missed an airing of Hope in the Night, you can access the broadcast archives from this site and search for specific topics. At junehunt.org, there's also a place to donate and support us financially to help more people find practical guidance from God's Word through our radio broadcasts, biblical resources, and more. 
or grateful for your prayers and support. And we hope you'll check out the resources for you at junehunt.org. As we each solve the puzzle that is our life, we often have questions we can't answer. Usually, they're little nagging questions, but sometimes they're larger. So large, in fact, the answer or even the question itself can have life-changing consequences. June Hunt believes the best answers to these tough questions come from God himself, and he's given us those answers in the Bible. For more than 20 years now, June has helped callers find these biblical answers and apply them to their lives. You can talk with June on her radio program, Hope in the Night, about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or another concern in your life. Call 800-NIGHT-17. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call now, 800-644-4817. Welcome back. I'm Jeff Oliver, and you are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. We're a ministry of hope for the heart, and we want to thank you for your prayers and support of this ministry. If you'd like to reach out to customer support and uh, talk to them about some resources for you, and maybe you heard a title on tonight's program or a topic that you'd be interested in, just talk to them, and uh, they'd be glad to recommend some resources for you, or maybe as you help someone else and uh, talk with them about something going on in their life. Our customer support team would be happy to uh, suggest some of the resources. I want to recommend our keys for a living. And uh, tonight we are focusing on the topic of anger, that the fake keys for living called Facing the Fire Within. And customer support is uh, available at 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. Maybe there's something you're dealing with in your life and you'd like to get some insight on that. You'd like to talk with June about that on a future program. Just give us a call at 800-917. That's 800-NIGHT-17. Just call, leave a message for us, and uh, we'll get back to you and talk to you about being on an upcoming Hope in the Night. That's 800-917 or 800-644-4817. Now back to our conversation with Eddie. Well, my friend, since you mentioned anger and it is such a prevalent topic, it's such a a prevalent emotion, uh, many people, they have it have the anger residing within, but they don't know what to do about it. And by the way, this is males and females. We're not talking about a difference between gender or anything like that, or or the sex of one person versus another. We're talking about this emotion that God actually gives us. And if it's, it, and when we read, be angry but do not sin, well, what you typically have is somebody who is not, um, I'm, I'm going to say it this way, a person who has anger residing within them, um, many do not want that. 
there will be some that will because they feel more powerful. I'm going to emphasize uh-huh. that to you. They feel powerful and they want to feel powerful because that's their MO. That's what they right. value is power. That's not mine. Can I share with you how Good. God changed my life after 2012? Sure. He blessed Good. us with a child on, on Christmas Eve 2013. Hmm. Wow. Nathaniel, gift of God. Yes. That's a wonderful I name. I chance. Yes. He knows that's his name, mean gift of God, too. Nathan is, is a Hebrew for gift. The elves, Hebrew for God. My eldest son is born on Christmas Day, and my middle son is born on Halloween. Oh, well, mm -mm. well. So, so in regard to this, has that been? Has anger been an issue uh, that has gotten you in trouble? in in your like family relationships? No, it hasn't. But I got in trouble with the police again last year. What happened? I was pulled over for speeding on center, which is a speed trap for everybody. Everyone does forty five and it's marked down to thirty right here by my house. And uh, I was just doing a forty five with everyone else and I was the last one in line so I pulled over I had my son with me, and I mm-hmm. got out of my car. If you get out of your car these days, you get shot and killed, or you get tased like I got tased in 2012. Um, I didn't realize I went all the way back to the police officer's cruiser. I had put my window down, cracked it down, and gave my license and insurance, and said, do I want to say y'all? Because I speak Spanish as my fourth language. My third language is Tagalog. My second language is German. I learned in seven weeks with uh internship for World Life Bible Institute. Anyway, he said no, and then he saw my name, Gonzalez, and he started spouting off Spanish as fast as he could go, and I didn't understand what he said. He was taking maybe 15 or 20 minutes looking me up because of probably the incident that happened in 2012, both both the uh, incident with the young mm. man and the incident with, with the uh, tasing and taking me to jail. He, he thought for sure he had a warrant on me. I, I, I was saying, am I being detained? I thought for sure he said no. So I got in my car and I left. And the district attorney tried to tried to get me for felony um, abating arrest. I had to pay $4,450 to an attorney in Fort Worth to get me off. And he got me off misdemeanor abating arrest. I just talked to him today. I said, can I get it? my record expunged? Because I, mm-hmm. there was no arrest. There's no arrest spreaded. The, the, the dash cam of the police officer showed him saying to dispatch, I'm going to mail him the ticket. And on the ticket, it said mailed. As, as soon as I left that site, I went to my pastor. I secured my son with my wife. I went to the VA to get my meds checked. My meds need to be adjusted. My, my meds mm-hmm. need to be adjusted at least once a year because they're trying to treat me for bipolar instead of PTSD. Hmm. Well, I know that you don't want to have 
anger out of control. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let, let's talk about this for a moment. Um, when your heart is wounded, you're hurt. Um, everyone has experienced that. We've all experienced injustice where your sense of right and wrong um, is violated because somebody did something wrong. Um, and there are all these there are all these illustrations in the Bible of this. And we have that, by the way, listed. I'm going to send you our keys, what we call keys for living on anger, facing the fire within. Well, this will help. This will help you help others. But also, fear. What I'm saying is, uh, I, I want you to have uh, the key, we call them keys for living. Keys for living. Right. And they'll be right. on the topic in this case. Uh, we're talking about anger. Uh, with the subtitle of Facing the Fire Within. And, for well, example... Second Corinthians 1, second verses 1, 3 and 4, God doesn't just suggest that we help others through the oh, similar yes. situations that He comforts us through. Right, he right. He commands us to. Right. And because everyone knows what it's like to feel anger, because the Bible says, be angry but do not sin... Also, we've all had anger inappropriately expressed. There's uh-huh. a, appropriate and inappropriate. Well, Proverbs twenty nine eleven says, "Fools give full vent to their rage, but the wise brings calm in the end." And that's huge. So, yeah, you you can be of help to others. As you let this material that we have developed to help you, in other words, we have this to help you and to help you help others. And I, I mentioned hurt, injustice, fear. That's dealing with the future and being afraid of what can happen in the future. And likewise, uh-huh. frustration. Uh, it's like um, whatever you would... Uh, Try to do, uh, if even though if you do your no, best, no how whatever it is, try, it never works out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, sometimes people won't accept, no matter, uh, you know, even though we're giving it our all, but just mm. just, just for un- us to understand, those are specifically tied to anger. What I think is most important is God created you, my friend, with three inner needs. Inner needs for love, significance, and security. And based on what you shared with me, you are not secure as a child growing up. It sounds to me like you had at times, well, you mentioned where there'd be four or five you know, beating you. These are neighborhood guys, but uh, and we can't go back. In high school, I, I was taking taekwondo, and, and there's about three or four of them that were beating up on me. Mm. 
Well, I appreciate that you literally, uh, I can tell you want to be biblical, that you know scripture. Well, the good news is the Bible says, my God will supply all your needs according Amen. to his Amen. glorious riches in Christ Jesus. And so riches, what we're going to, well, what we're going to send you is going to be applicable for you to learn and literally to share with others. What we're saying is a lot of people live with this wrong belief. Well, based on what I believe is fair, I have a right to be angry about the disappointments in my life, and I have the right to express my anger whenever, whatever way I want to, and I can stay angry as long as I want. Now, people don't say those words specifically. Most people don't. But, but the point is, this is the right belief. Since I've trusted Christ with my life, and yielded my rights to him, I choose not to be controlled by anger. My human disappointments are now God's appointments to increase my faith and develop his character in me. So you look at that right belief, and it's not denying that there are times when we can have legitimate anger, like if there's injustice and you're seeing somebody else getting beat up, well, that can motivate you to action, just like with Jesus. Jesus saw the money changers in the temple, and he literally was moved to come alongside those who were being, um, who were, they were in the temple. They were They were uh, really uh, making uh, a mockery of the exchange system. In other words, people from other countries were needing to buy sacrifices. They were corrupt. Yeah. They were corrupt money changers. So the point is. If we if we say okay, I, at times I need to turn away, walk away, if I'm gonna have anger uh, beyond you know out of control. I have a choice. Life is a series of choices. And First Peter one says, now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief and all kinds of trials. These have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may result in praise, honor, and glory when Jesus Christ is revealed. We will send our keys for living called Anger, Facing the Fire Within. We'll send that out to tonight's caller, and we do that free of charge. That's because of your generous support of this ministry. If you'd like to give to keep those resources going out and to keep this program on the air, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash donate, and we thank you for that. You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And our materials and recent programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also find our programs wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope. <laughs>